Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys, it's Sally here and it's a bit excessively festive in the background and I make no apology for that. So, you know, what is it? Six sleep, sleeps till Christmas. It's very exciting. So we've got grown up kids, but we're still big kids ourselves. So thought we had to have a few bright lights here. So this is the Facebook Live and also the podcast, Service Accommodation Secrets. So I wanted to review our week and some aspects of our year and really give you seven tips on planning what you're going to be doing next year and moving into the future and we've had a really exciting year and some milestones reached but we've also had a lot of challenges so a lot of times I think when you see other people doing brilliantly and, you know, you think, oh, I wish I was like that, because try as we might, you know, it's hard not to have those kinds of thoughts. Um, we don't see what's going on in the background and all the challenges that those people are having. And in order to be successful in your essay business or any business, you know, you have to overcome quite a lot of challenges. And I feel we've had our fair share, but probably we haven't even got going because it's like, as you grow with your business, so does the scale of what you overcome and solve as well. So we've had um, a real milestone last week and so if I can do it, you can do it too, is my theme on this because we've got um, some guests staying and they've been repeat guests and prior to that, colleagues of theirs stay for a big company. And um, so we've had our first uh, 17K booking agreed from the beginning of January. So that's awesome. So we're really grateful for these things that are happening. So that's a direct booking. Also, we got a great review for the year with booking.com, although we hardly have any booking.com bookings these days, although we do have some over Christmas and Airbnb. So we have some leisure guests staying over Christmas, about five different ones, I think. So that's all good. And so we want to keep providing amazing places for people to stay and helping people out who work for corporate agents and for corporates and leisure guests as well. But really corporate, corporates are our main focus. Uh, this is our first, um, whole year of accounting and we're, um, going to be that registered and moving forward. So that's a whole another level we're reaching. And so, you know, we have to have uh, strategies in place to deal with, with that moving forward. But actually there's pros and cons with all of these things. And so one of the real things I really like to say is I'm so grateful on several levels. So our team um, in the field and uh, at the SA unit. So Sarah, our housekeeping supervisor, she's amazing. AJ does lots of admin for us and yeah, we have a whole team, um, cleaning team, and they keep the places looking amazing. So really grateful for that. My husband Pete is awesome on all the technicals and I have so much support from my family and friends as well. 
And so really grateful for all of that and to have the opportunity to run an SA business. And I'm really grateful to all of you who listen to the podcast and watch my lives. And I hope it's helping you. And if you've got any questions, you know, keep them coming. Anyone you want me to interview, I'm going to be doing more interviews next year. So let's get to these seven tips because I've been doing lots of um, mindset work. We have mentors as well, but I love listening to audiobooks. And my current one that I keep listening to is Joe Dispenza and Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself because we do all have um, limiting beliefs some more than others and so the first thing is really is decide what you want to be um so be do and have in your life what what is it that you really want and this time of year is a great time to reflect on what you've been doing in the year and think about how you feel about that and you know what the end result is of what's been going on and then what you'd like to be doing moving forward so that's really thinking about what business you're going to be in so if if you are going to set up an essay business or if you're currently in one is that what you really want to be doing do you want to carry on doing that is it going well you know you kind of get your um spot analysis going where's your strengths and weaknesses what's actually going on but also think about your life so projecting yourself forward and thinking about the business you're running, what are you going to be doing day to day? And is that what you really want to be doing, actually? So it's all about deciding what you want to do and how you feel about that. So it's really fascinating listening to um, Joe Dispenza because so much of what we do is automatic. We're very unconscious half the time. So if we decide what we want to be doing, then it's pretty awesome because you're living your life on purpose with intention set out. So that's one thing. The second thing is decide on, um, you know, having decided the lifestyle you want, what you want to be doing day to day is what kind of revenue is going to generate that for you. So if it's SA, how many units do you need to have? You could start with one or five or whatever and then you know how are you going to scale up do you want somebody else actually managing those for you so then you're going to have to take that off the amount that you're going to have coming in you know so it's how 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 much money do you want to have coming in in order to do what you want to do in life because you know money gives us choices doesn't it and think about the service you're providing so how are you providing value how are you helping people what is it that you are doing that people are going to want to pay you money for are you providing high-end service accommodation are you providing houses for contractors you know what is it that you're doing and are you farming it all out to other people or are you involved because if there are things that you really like doing and everyone keeps saying to you outsource everything you're going to keep thinking I really like doing that so it's kind of frustrating so the next thing is do you have further goals so number three is what would you like to be doing what actually is your overarching vision so for me it's working um leaving um or legacy leaving um wealth and legacy leaving actions and um strategies set up so not only creating wealth for my family, my friends, but also for 
um, people who are less privileged and actually changing things um, across the globe. You know, we can help with the UN sustainable goals. We can help um, help with the planet and the situation we have going on um, with the ecology, with what the impact that we have on a daily basis, the smallest thing is choosing something that isn't plastic, perhaps choosing something that you can use again, really small decisions. If we all make those, it helps, um, you know, wildlife and habitats, all those kind of things are important to me, but you may have something completely different. Also, you know, in our own communities, in our own society, we have people who, you know, that don't really have enough to live. So people like nurses, teachers, things that are really key for their lives, you know, they can't afford. And these kind of things really like to help with in from the point of view of accommodation, living and a whole communities and environments. So those kind of making a difference goals are part of perhaps what you have as your whole um, vision. So I'm going to be revisiting my vision board over the next couple of weeks, time out and creating that. And I have said before, if you create your vision, then your subconscious pulls you along towards that. And also the next thing, number four, is your mission. So your mission is how you get towards your vision. So you break this down. So if you're going to have, say, for example, an essay business with perhaps I don't know, starting with three units, rising up to five, to eight, to 10, 12, whatever it is that you work out. So you can start working this out in your business plan and actually have all the aspects of business in there. But your mission then breaks down and because your SAE business is your strategy then, and that breaks down into goals. That means you can chunk down time. So you can chunk it down from a really long term time of 10 years, right the way down to your daily actions. Um, and obviously in between you've got, um, five, three year, one and a half years. So 18 months breaks down into three lots of six months, which then, um, can give you monthly goals or you can look at quarters moving down from 18 months and then you know coming into weekly tasks so that you're always focusing on income generation you're measuring what you're doing so kpis and i'm getting much more into getting on top of all of these things because i'm always somebody who goes goes and does stuff and then pete says to me oh no we got to sort out this chaos because he's very process driven so we're integrating these things and it's a bit like um, I don't know, walking through treacle sometimes and you kind of resist doing things, but all of these things are really valuable to do to get your business really stable. And we're really starting to create extremely firm foundations having just started. And I think that's why we've had a regrouping kind of year in a way. And so the next thing really is what is actually stopping you. Now you may be doing all of the things you really want to do already, but a lot of us no, we're not. And there are things stopping us. Maybe, I don't know if you've ever felt you don't want to step out of the norm, um, put your head above the parapet to be criticised and trolled, or what will people think of you, who you know already, you know, you might change, heaven forbid. Um, but, you know, it's just going for things that are really important to you and seeing things as a test as well. So, don't go thinking, 
I'm going to do this and this is my ultimate decision because there's nothing more destructive than that. You know, if things don't work out when you're testing them out, stop doing them. Do something else. If you decide you really hate doing it, then at least you tried because sometimes things aren't the way you thought they might be. So you can, you know, just try things and then improve what you're doing or switch completely if you don't like it or if it doesn't work. Just see it as a test. And people um, think too much in terms of right and wrong and being judged for being wrong and whether, you know, trying to be right. Actually, it's all a point of view and it's all point um, part of learning. And so feeding back mistakes and, and taking on board advice and mentoring and guidance to improve things. But actually, if things just aren't what you want to do, just ditch them, you know. It's not a catastrophe, it's all a learning. And if we don't actually try and do things, um, you know, we'll never know and, and we regret what we don't try more than, you know, what we do really, because at least you learn and you can and feed that back into your everyday life, you know, and new projects. If you do have things that go belly up, then you just do. And I think one of the things that I've been looking at, so um, number six really, is how I feel about things. And um, sometimes I felt a bit sort of frantic about business and too much of a control freak. And you may have things that you tend to feel and you wish you didn't feel that way. So like when we needed to systemize and let go of the business, I really struggled with that and felt I was losing my grip. But actually, if you put things in place that make them work, you know, things will um, have little hiccups from time to time, but you learn from that, from those and create an improvement to a process or usually an amazing new spreadsheet that people create for things like our quote calculator because um, our uh, rate sheet wasn't really good enough. And uh, so, you know, you create something better when things don't work, but letting go is the best thing to do because I'm not the best at everything, but it's just feeling like, you know, control of knowing what's going on, that kind of thing I had issues with. But actually, um, recently I've been doing a lot more meditation and some people might say, well, meditation's no good. You really need to be just taking action. But I find if I just go and take action, I'm just thinking about doing the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Hi there, guys. Hi, Ruben. Good to see you. Um, and so being in the present moment and being grateful for what we have, because we're in the first world, we have, you know, amazing places to live. We have the internet is awesome. We might think it's a bit slow, but really it isn't. You know, we've got all of these things at our fingertips that make our business world so much better and so much easier than other people have in other locations. You know, it's awesome for us. So, you know, be really grateful. I am really grateful for what we have in terms of our business and our resources. And there's like a myriad of apps that you can use to make your business better. It's just fantastic what you can do. Um, but also, if you feel a certain way, um, but you want to feel or you want to be doing certain things or you want to be, um, I don't know, essay operator or hands-free property investor or whatever it is, 
sometimes your feelings and what you're thinking you want can be in conflict. So I've been learning more and more, especially Joe Dis- um, Dispenza talks about this a lot in um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, talks a lot about how if you have a conflict of how you think and how you feel, it's just not going to work. So you need to really decide, as I said, what you want to be doing and think about how you feel about that. And I find things like twice daily meditation really helps with uh, myself kind of calming down and aligning what I'm doing and just having those moments of peace and quiet so that I'm not, you know, kind of planning out every last thing. I'm just thinking of the key things to do and the areas of focus, not getting distracted, um, because we can end up in fight or flight all the time. So, you know, we get stressed and see things as, um, a negative thing whereas actually what we're doing in terms of like an SA business is really exciting and the possibilities of what we can do and who we can meet and the properties we can take on and who we can help it's actually a real um, buzz and really exciting thing and what we can create with our businesses what we can create with our wealth it's a really fabulous thing it's something to you know really challenge us and take us out of our comfort zone which is scary but try and switch that so it's a positive thing because it takes us more towards what we want to do. So just moments of calm and quiet, just keep us in the present moment so we don't start going into the fight or flight, producing cortisol and actually just making ourselves ill. So um, I'm heavily into yoga, not amazing at it, but improving so much since I do it more. And I love that to keep healthy and you know self-care is really important so you may have other things that you do um I quite fancy doing tai chi actually but you know you may be really active in the gym you may do running you may have other hobbies sports and interests that really give you valuable time for you so those kinds of things are really important just to help you stay centered and think about how you feel and you know your situation and if you're grateful, like I'm so grateful for so many things I have, um, it kind of keeps the cycle working where you can help people. So I really love helping people with what I'm learning. So hopefully this is all helping you as well. But also, um, it means if you tip out some of what you learn, I find it kind of gives you more headspace to learn more. Because if you just keep it all inside, it's like it starts overflowing and becoming a bit much. It's like, oh, I need to get some of this information out and, and take on board more. Because there's so many interesting, fascinating viewpoints that you can take on board that just help you deal with things in a different way. And I think that's really key. You know, the world's changing and there's so many opportunities out there. So... Um, yeah, excitement is what you want to have. And the seventh thing, the final thing is something that, um, I've studied quite a lot in, well, about five years ago. Cause, um, I actually had a lot of time on my hands because I was really quite poorly. Suddenly my appendix went bang about five years ago and I lived to tell the tale, but I was actually really not well at all. And, um, I don't know if you've ever had a moment where you've, been really ill or had an accident or something extreme has happened to you and you've not known whether you're actually going to still be here but I kind of felt I had a choice at the time of whether um, 
this was actually going to be fixed because it was almost, it was necrotic and almost burst my appendix and it could have been a rumble, but could it not, you know, it might have been okay. And I thought, no, I've got so much more to do. I'm staying here. I'm going to do the things I want to do. I'm going to make a difference to my family and the people I love, stay with them. My kids were quite young at the time. I thought, no way am I going anywhere. And again, so moving forward into business, there's so much that I want to do to help people to learn, to improve and to create wealth as well. So if you've ever had a sort of turning point like that, use it as fuel to help you move forward. And um, I still procrastinated it for it felt like, I don't know, years after that, because that was five years ago, we'd been in business just over two. So it still took a while. But you know, you can do these things and really believe you can. So another book I suggest you get if you don't have it is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson and Profit First by Mike McCallowitz. And lessons in there I'm really taking on board. And there are four powers in the slight edge. So there's the power of um, review, reflection, um, momentum and celebration. So when you set out to do something, um, review it afterwards to see how it's working. Um, reflect on whether you're actually doing the actions that you intended to in the first place because sometimes we set out with the best of intentions to do things and then we just don't. Um, momentum, so once you start doing something, you're usually out of your comfort zone but it's easier to stay out of your comfort zone. You might plateau but just keep going and just keep doing things that make you feel a bit scared but they're taking you forwards. And the power of celebration is something that probably I don't do enough and don't do enough with my family. It's really important to take on board um, the successes you've had and don't just always be going for more. So we'll be celebrating quite a few successes this year. And the fact that, you know, we've reached various milestones, just really exciting and um, looking forward to doing so much more and to hearing more about what everybody else is doing and how I can help them as well. So I've got various marketing things going on, got new guests um, coming on for longer stays and um, we'll be looking to expand and take on more properties and all of the different ways to acquire properties and um, we're expanding into different areas of that. So look forward to sharing more of that with you. So I'm just going to summarize these seven things. So the first thing is to decide what you want to do in your life, like what, what you want to do on a daily basis, what kind of lifestyle do you want to have? So if you want to be an SA operator, do you want to be involved? Do you want to be getting somebody else to manage it? Your property that is as SA. Um, what kind of revenue and then profit do you need for the kind of lifestyle you want and what you want to do. The next thing is your further goals and your whole vision. What's your overarching vision? Get that vision board made. Um, I do have a list I have to keep looking at because I don't remember. And the next thing is your mission. So your mission is how you're going to achieve that vision and you break that down into the strategy you're using. So is it rent to SA? Is it acquiring properties that you own? and getting other people to manage them, you know, what is that? And then you can break that down into goals and from high 
sort of time frames like 10 years down to daily actions for all your key actions to get those done. If you're not getting what you want to achieve actually done, so that's number five, what's actually stopping you? So just go for it. Don't worry about what other people think. Just do what is important to you because actually other people, yeah, they're interested in what you're doing, but it's not as important to anybody else at all um, as it is to you. So do what you really want to do. And the sixth thing is really how you feel about everything. So do you have gratitude for what you have in your life? Is what you're thinking conflicting with how you're feeling? Hi, Stanford. Good to see you. You know, so if you're thinking, um, if you're thinking that you want to create wealth and a firm foundation for your business, that's great. But if you're feeling, um, scared, you know, feel, have a feeling of scarcity, then that is a conflict, for example. And the seventh thing is how to keep moving things forward successfully. So I suggest reading material of the slight edge, um, profit first, and also breaking the habit of being yourself. All of those have lots of real gems in them. And think about the powers of um, reviewing what you're doing, reflection, momentum. So just keep staying out of your comfort zone and doing things that scare you a bit you keep doing well and then celebrating. So the power of celebration is huge because then it rewards you for doing the things that you need to do, some of which are quite tough and hard. Um, and you're going to want to keep doing them because if you're always striving towards the next goal and you never appreciate what you've actually done, then, you know, you're just giving yourself lots of pain and lots of work and no enjoyment. So we tend to work towards what we get rewarded for. So that's a really big one that I need to take on board a bit more. And so it is the festive time of year. If you're listening to this at some other random time of year, uh, then you'll think, why is she talking about that? But it is almost Christmas. And if you celebrate that, have an amazing time. And we all will have a new year. So 2020 is fast approaching. So I wish you all a very successful and happy time. Wish you all good fortune. And I will speak to you at some point next week as well. But have a very happy Christmas and a very happy and successful new year. Thanks so much for tuning in and take care. Speak to you soon. Thanks, guys. Sharing the secrets of success.